This is Brother Julius Adiwomi. I was going through the Gospel of John and I was on Gospel of John chapter 6. We have gone as far as verse 38 and 39. This is the Gospel of John after the Lord Jesus Christ has multiplied bread for the people and the Rabbarasas thought we must make him a king and logical noticed that and withdrew himself from them and when he withdrew himself from them went to the mountain the disciples the disciples went in a ship back to the Capernaum and Jesus Christ went to meet them on the ship walking upon the sea while these rabbis were fast asleep waiting for the for the Lord Jesus Christ went to the mountain to pray now like I said in that in the earlier section when we have preached when i was talking about this but uh, john the gospel of the apostle john that wrote this all these things that was going on he he noticed that when they just came to, into the ship with them they were translated to the shore now the on the second day this is where we were the second the following day when the disciples when the people that were rubberasa that were on the other side saw that jesus was not there they came and looking for him at Capernaum. And now the discussion after they found him at Capernaum, they were discussing when did you come over here and the logical was telling them that he is the bread they should really be thinking of not the bread that he gave to them which is which is the bread physical bread he said verse 27 labor not for the meat which perish but for that meat which endure it unto everlasting life which the son of man shall give unto you now we were at this point where they were asking, uh, evermore give us the bread. And the Lord said, I am the bread of life that you need. He that cometh to me shall never hunger, and he that believeth on me shall never thirst. Verse 36 said, But ye have seen me and believe not. Verse 37 said, All that the Father giveth me shall come to me, and him that cometh to me I will no wise cast out. For I came down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him that sent me. And the Father's will that sent me is that. He has, all that he has given to much lose nothing, but you raise it up at the last day. And this is the will of him that sent me. Everyone who share the son and believe on him have everlasting life, shall have everlasting life, and I will raise him up in the last day. Now the Jews moment of thing as verse 41, we are now at verse 41. Now let's start from verse 41. The Jews murmured at him because he said, I am the bread which came down from heaven. And he said, It's not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know. How is it that he said, I came down from heaven? Now they were confused about the fact that the Messiah should come down from the sky, which is actually the second coming. We that believe it, that know 
that are believers that are believing what the what the Holy Ghost has revealed right now. We know it's the second coming that said he will come from the sky. But in that generation, they were thinking it should come from the sky. Some are saying, no, this is the one. So they couldn't agree. Now Jesus Christ continued to say, no more, no, the verse 43. No more, not among yourself. No man can come to me except the Father which shall send me, draw him, and I will raise him up at the last day. Now I always use this particular Bible verse when I'm preaching to people. If we preach the gospel to you and you don't believe it, Maybe the Father has not drawn you. Because that's what Christ said. No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. Verse 45 said, And they shall be all thoughts of God. Every man therefore that has heard and has learned of the Father comes unto me. Verse 46 said, Not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, he has seen the Father. Now Apostle John used this Bible verse many times and said, have you seen the, he said that anyone that, are, that is of God has seen the Father. He was theologically talking about himself that he has seen the Father. He's saying, if you are of God, if you believe in the Lord, God is in you. And not that any man has seen the Father, save he which is of God, he has seen the Father. Verse 47, very, very, I to you, he that believeth on me has everlasting life. Verse 48, I am that bread of life. Your fathers did eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. This is the bread which cometh down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. Now the Lord Jesus Christ was revealing a deep mystery to these people on that day. They couldn't understand it. Because when we look back after the Holy Ghost has been given to the church and we are now understanding that Christ was talking about eternal life and that himself is what we should eat as he said, he will come and live inside us. Is what he's talking about. The Lord always used the word eating. It's almost like when the when we eat something physically it comes through our mouth no so into our belly the holy spirit possesses us also and we our own spirit comes into our body and when people die they come out through the mouth the spirit comes out through the mouth that's what we call the last breath so it's like we possess our own body now when people are possessed by any spirit that possession also comes through the mouth so the holy ghost comes into us and Christ inside us is through our mouth also. That's why he used the terminology eating him. Because God is to possess us. So when God is in us, he's possessing us. And that is what he is really talking about. The spirit of God is possessing us. It's through our mouth that he possesses us. It's in our belly. That's where we get the Holy Ghost speaking through our through giving us the tongue, speaking in tongues. Coming from our belly, from the from the innermost, from his belly shall flow rivers of living That's because we are possessed by the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit is inside us. It comes through our mouth into our belly, and it's now giving us the utterance to speak in tongues. That's why God used the logical uses the word "eat me, eat me." You have to eat me because it is Christ in us is the hope of our glory. Christ living in us, in, in us. But how do you know that? It's only we know that now because the Holy Ghost has revealed to us after the church is started. But in this, when Christ was telling them this thing, they couldn't understand what he was talking about. And he left it as that until the church is found, where the Holy Ghost will explain this thing to us. But for now, your fathers eat manna in the wilderness and are dead. So this is the bread which comes down from heaven that a man may eat thereof and not die. That is, Christ is the bread that is, he has come and living inside us. Permanently, not the bread that you eat and swallow and you digest and it's gone into your anus out. This is to live inside us forever. And that's why he told that woman that this is the water that springs unto eternal life. When he was telling the woman at the well that 
the water I will give you, which is the Holy Spirit, which is Him, is possessing us, it is to be in us for eternal, eternally. So he will stay with you for whatever. Verse 50. See, this is the prayer coming down from heaven that a man may eat the earth and not die. Spiritually, we shall not die because we are not going to go to the lake of fire because God is in us now. We are not going to the lake of fire. Only those who don't have God in them we are going to be thrown to the lake of fire. See, I and my Father will come and make our abode with Him. So Christ and the Father is in Christ. The Christ in us is going to make us live forever, eternally with God. Verse 51. See, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eats of this bread, he shall live forever. Now, he's not talking about the physical living because that is also part of it. Because the apostles that died, they are going to live forever. Because that's why he said, I will raise them up at the last day. I will raise them up at the last day. That is living forever he's talking about also. So, but we that are going to be alive before the rapture and are going to be caught up physically, that's also living forever, both physically and spiritually. But the live forever is also for those who have died in Christ, they are going to be resurrected to live forever. So you have to know that it's covering the both. It's covering both. Both the rapture and those that are going to be resurrected. That's why I said, I will raise them up at the last day. In this chapter, he said this over and over again, I will raise them up at the last day. Then he now gave them the eat. In verse 51, he said, I am the living bread which came down from heaven. If any man eats of this bread, he shall live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. Now he's bringing it down to the nitty gritty that what he's talking about, it is himself in us. So he used the word my flesh, physical flesh. Say, why are you going to eat your physical flesh? That's what he's giving. It's still a mystery to them, and they couldn't understand. They run away from him from that time forward. Verse 52. The youth therefore strove among themselves, saying, How can this man give us his flesh to eat? But they are thinking of this physical, physical body. Then Jesus said to them, Very, very, I said to you, except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. Whoso eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day. He's talking about raising the people up that will die in Christ. He will raise them up at the last day. He will live forever on this planet. And that is the plan of God. That Christ in us will give us the life forever. Verse 55. See, for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drink indeed. He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood dwelleth in me and I in him. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. You see, he keep using the word, you have to eat him. Like I said, it's, it means he has to come and possess us, because possession comes through the mouth. The spirit possessing person comes through the mouth and enters and stays in this belly. And that is what he meant by, you have to eat my flesh, eat my blood. That is, the entirety of him has to be living inside each one of us. But the Jews that were listening on that day, they were confused. They thought this man is cannibal. This man is this. They don't, they don't understand what he was talking about, but he was talking spiritual things. Even the disciples that were following him get confused. Verse 58 is the final passage. This is that bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers did eat manna and are dead. Either eaten of this bread shall live forever. Now, he the Lord keeps saying their father are dead. They eat the manna. The manna does not keep them alive. They were all dead. Now, we, are we talking about physical death? Because all of those people died. Even the apostles died. But it's not talking about physical death. 
Does that mean that all those people that were in the wilderness, they were all lost? Most likely, who knows? Because he was saying they were dead, they were dead, they were dead. Means they were lost. Dead doesn't mean that the they are the the it's not talking about the physical death because even Abraham died not so physically. But he's talking of where are they going after they are are they in hell or they in paradise? That's the point. Because if they disobey God in the wilderness and God said they, they were all going to be in hell, not so. He said their fathers are their fathers are dead, their fathers are dead. He's talking about perhaps they were in hell. That generation that did not ask, that did not do the right thing. But say he keeps saying they were dead. So it's not talking about physical death because all the holy prophets also were dead physically, not so. But he's talking about that they will, anyone that eat this flesh will live forever. He's talking of the living forever in paradise. They will them up again to live forever in on this planet Earth. Either instead of this bread shall live forever. That is, when he sees us, we are going to live forever in this in the with eternity with God. Verse 59. This thing said he in the synagogue as he taught in Capernaum. Verse 60. Many therefore of his disciples. Now he's talking about disciples, not the only those people that are trying to be rabbousers that want to make him king. Even many therefore of his disciples, when they heard this, they said, This is an hard say. Who can hear it? The disciples confuse themselves. When Jesus knew in himself that his disciples murmured at it, he said unto them, Does this offend you? What and if ye shall see the Son of Man ascend up where he was before? Maybe you see me go up where I was before. Does this offend you? Verse 63 says, It is the spirit that quickeneth. That is what he's talking about. He says, You have to eat me. He says, It is the spirit that he's, he's talking about, not, not the physical flesh that they are looking at. It is the spirit that quickens that is that make people come alive, that make people live and live. He says it's that spirit. The flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit and they are life. In short, he was telling the disciples that themselves confused that what I'm telling you is not just the physical flesh, the spirit in him, which is God, is in whom he is coming, he's talking about that's going to come and be living inside us. That's what we are eating, not the flesh that he was wearing when he was on earth. <laughs> But there are some of you that believe not. For Jesus knew from that beginning, from the beginning, who they were that believed not and who should betray him. And he said, Therefore said I unto you, that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. So if you believe and you come to Christ, it's because you are drawn by the Father. That's what he's saying. So thank God that God draws us. So God is the one that is selecting people into his kingdom. So, but he said he has predestinated us. So he already knew us before we came to the world. Even though we went astray following the ways of the world. Now he's calling us by the gospel unto himself. Those who are not called because they belong to the devil. Jesus Christ gave a parable in Matthew chapter 13 that they are tears and they are wheat. And the tears were planted by the wicked one. Which means there are some seed or not that are human beings that are not planted here by God. They were planted by the wicked one. That's a mystery in itself. Deep mystery. But Christ said they are not of his sheep. And you say that over and over again in this Gospel of John, where he was talking to the Jews. Not all the Jews, just those that do not believe. They don't believe because they are not of his sheep. Now we are in verse 64. And verse 65. Therefore said I unto you that no man can come unto me except it were given unto him of my father. Verse 66 is the result of this discussion. 
Apostle John reported this and he told us the result of it. When the Lord Jesus Christ began to teach them something that is so deep, so spiritual and revelative that they couldn't understand it, they branded him as false and stopped following him. Look at it in verse 66. From that time, many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. That was sad. They walked no more with him. Because they couldn't understand it, they just gave it up. Verse 67. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, you see, it remain only the twelve. Will ye also go away? Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? To whom shall we go? What is it's a very, very strong word. To whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that thou art that Christ, the Son of the living God. That's all we believe. And we are just going to follow. No matter what he says, we go understand it, we follow. That was a strong confession of faith that Apostle Peter just said that. To whom shall we go? Who else is coming to show us these things? Who else is coming? This is John the Baptist said, This is him. And we believe it and we follow. Whatever he says goes. Well, what we are saying now, we don't understand. He said we have to come and eat him. Well, we don't understand him. We follow anyway. That's what Apostle Peter said. This is a declare. That's what anyone that's going to follow Christ, sometimes you may not understand something, but if you have convinced in your spirit that Jesus is the way, the true life, follow him, give your life to it. Because he said, I will raise them up at the last day. What is the last day? The last day is when the dead in Christ arise first. Because this, this world that we're in right now is a transition period. Transition. Some like when people are going from this uh, grade school to another grade school or to, uh, to high school. It's a transition period. After they finish this, they are going to transition to the college or to high school and so on and so forth. So we are in the transition phase on this, on this, uh, on this, in this life we are living right now. The real life is coming after the people are resurrected and people are translated to start a new world. The new heaven and new world. That is the real life that we live forever. So we are in a transition phase. When you are born into this world and you go through all this process of being born again, being, uh, being regenerated, it's a transition phase. So that's why Apostle Peter said, from what we see right now, you are the one that has the word of life. And we are sure of that you are the living, the son of the living God. So we, we are committed to it. And they gave their life for this thing. And we know the verse of the story that they have their names in prison in the city, the city of God. The twelve apostles, their name imprinted in the city of God, inscribed in the city of God, in the foundation of that city. So it's a good confession that we also should confess it that we believe that He is the Lord, the Savior of the world, and we are not going anywhere. We are following Him to the end. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus answered and they said, "Have I not have not I chosen you twelve, and one of you is a devil?" He's, that's talking about the. You speak of Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon, for he it was that you betray him, being one of the twelve. Being one of the twelve. So you can see this is the end of chapter 6. And I believe that the Lord is able to give you more insight in this because this is a strong chapter 6, a very deep chapter. And it is a, you do well to, to read it again yourself and just believe. God bless you.